<clears throat> Remember, we have two classes today. <laughs> Yesterday and today's. We continue in the 29th chapter. Al-Tarebbe is helping the Bainani, someone who has mastered their behavior impeccably in thought, speech, and action, and yet can have a dullness of heart, at times at least, and has such ownership over their lives that they want to be able to deal with that dullness and not allow it to continue not to continue so the metaphor that is used from the zohar is just like a log a big thick log you can't bring a fire to it and it's going to take that fire onto the log you have to splinter it so likewise sometimes we feel like a heavy log our our physical body weighs us down because our animal spirit is bringing us down that's all klipa and it needs to be splintered it needs to be humbled it needs to be humbled and in particular as the altitude says that the bainani even though impeccable behavior but the eye of the bainani is the first responder of the bainani is the natural inclination of the bainani is the body body talk the animal soul's agenda now it doesn't let it have any form of manifestation in again thought speech and action but yet that is the first responder so to speak and wants to now to bring it humble it bring it down from its you know mighty and lofty place to uh, not allow it to bring a dullness of the heart not allow the soul the god the divine soul to be revealed now that's with the bainani however when it comes to the righteous like hillel the elder he would say that uh, when he came to eat that he's going to do a favor with his lowly and pure uh, and poor creature meaning his body he was doing a favor giving food to it what do you mean a favor it i mean you're not the body no he's not because he's nothing but the divine soul and that's what animates his body and his flesh as it is by the righteous because the negativity of the vital soul slash animal soul that pervades in the and the blood and the flesh of the individual by the righteous has been transformed to good and completely absorbed into holiness the holiness of the divine soul therefore who is the person their divine soul who are they doing a favor to something kind of extraneous to them in a sense i mean it is their body right? but extraneous into them in their in their experience that's not what they feel they feel and they sense and they live with their divine soul because that's the everything else has been transformed and therefore that's what's am, animating their body they're doing a favor now with the baini however the substance and the essence is the vitalizing soul that is from the negative side from sitra from klipa that pervades in the blood and the flesh of the individual 
as opposed to the righteous. It's the divine soul for the Bainini and for us, Bainini in training, of course. Uh, likewise, that's what pervades with us into giving us vitality is our animal soul that has not been transformed into good. And therefore that uh, constitutes, in fact, the person themselves. And therefore the Bainini, when they're crushing their own spirit, their own spirit is that of the animal soul, which is what's giving life to them, to their body. Again, not so by the godly individual. That's quite a powerful idea. The righteous are so righteous, <laughs> but it means righteousness is that their body is not being animated by an, by the animal soul, but by their godly soul, their divine soul. So where for us, you know, where we can go to is we could use food as a means to an end, right? We can make a blessing on it. It's kosher and, and we will um, use it to serve God by them. It's an end in itself, not for the pleasure, but as an act of divinity. The very act of eating is divine, just like for them, or for us, actually, for all of us, when we do a mitzvah, putting on tefillin, giving tzedakah, lighting Shabbos candles, uh, you know, uh, putting on tefillin, praying, learning Torah as we're doing now, is an end in itself. It's an end in itself. By the righteous, by the righteous, even eating food, doing this favor <laughs> to that which is kind of extraneous to them, their body, because that's not who they identify with and that's not, not only they don't identify, that's not what they experience. They don't experience the, the, uh, the body's desire because they've transformed it. They have transformed the body's desire and now it's now it's a godly desire. It's a godly desire. And and therefore the eating or anything that they're doing is um <laughs> you know I just ate breakfast. I didn't feel I was doing a favor to my body. You know, because, hey, my body was talking, it was hungry, it needed energy. So, okay, I made a bracha, it was kosher, and, I, you know, using that energy, so now I could definitely uh, teach better. But yet, it's uh, only a means to an end in that respect. And the tzaddik, it's been transformed. So the experience is not like... Oh, I'm taking care of me. No, no, like I'm taking, I'm doing a favor to some, ex, something extraneous to me because it's, you know, their body is not them. In the sense, of course, their body is a part of them, but in the sense of that's what they're experiencing. In other words, the five senses is their, you know, so the, 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 the taste, the, the smell, and all of those things um, become a vehicle for the divine rather than just a means that you could use for 
purpose and divinity that which is we're we're capable of that's a powerful idea